The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, as you've been hearing, Vera Powell's position as manager of the Republic of Ireland women's team has come to an end with the Football Association of Ireland deciding after a long meeting not to renew her contract. Now, although Vera Powell led the girls in green to their first ever FIFA World's Women's uh, World Cup, uh, her contract is going to come to an end, or indeed has, it just hasn't been renewed. I'm joined uh, by Off the Ball's Kathleen McNamee, host of the Koi Gig podcast, which stands for Come On You Girls in Green. Um, Kathleen, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, we're not surprised because there's such mutterings about uh, a renewal that it became almost impossible for them to renew without creating a controversy. Yeah, uh, I think this has been coming from a long time. Even before she went to the World Cup, there had been contract negotiations and those stalled. And there was kind of a feeling that if they were stalling at that stage, there was a potential unless something massive happened during the World Cup that they wouldn't go as well out the other side of things. Do we know why they were stalling? Was it about money? Was it about the, the length of the contract? What was it about? Uh, the official line at the time was that they wanted to concentrate on what was happening with the World Cup and move forward that way. Vera said she had hoped it would be sorted by that stage. There was also the second article that came out from uh, this one time, it was from The Athletic, about the allegations that Vera Powell strenuously denied uh, from her time at Houston Dash. So officially they just said they wanted to concentrate on the World Cup and then that they would talk about it afterwards. Um, and then during the World Cup, the performances were the performances. You know, I think that the... You were there, Kathleen. I mean, um, you, you might think that, uh, uh, you know, two defeats and one draw is not a great result. But when you look at the way they played, how they were actually beaten, the Australia game particularly, a penalty was all that was in it. Yeah, so close to getting a result out of that game. I think the frustration from the players came from the fact that she stuck very much to that five at the back system that has, it, it got us to where we got, like it did get us to a World Cup, but I think there was some frustration that over recent months that the style of play hadn't changed all that much, that there wasn't a, a vision to uh, change how the team was playing. Um, it, there's some reports this morning that uh, at the review last night, it was said that Vera Powell's style didn't coordinate with how they want to move women and girls football in Ireland as a whole. So like beyond yeah. the senior team, it didn't work well. I, I remember uh, Trapattoni's style with the men uh, and it was a very conservative style and we were shown up once we went to the, Euro uh, the European Championships. We were shown up completely exposed. Um so you never know whether Vera Powell thought that we don't have the skills and the... Oh, well, she said quite a lot. Like, that, that was part of the thing is she was not afraid to say publicly that our players were old and they weren't fast enough and therefore we had to play this style of football otherwise we would be completely exploded. And I think that's where some of the frustration came from the players that maybe sometimes she didn't keep things to herself or at least it's one thing saying it to, you know, the team within a team sphere but constantly repeating it in the media I think frustrated some players. The review that uh, Mark Canham, who's the director of football, presented to the FAI board last night found that there was only like two of the players, uh, according to reports, that actually wanted her to continue on as manager. Mm. So, um, Democracy in the workplace. Don't like my manager. Let's have a vote on the floor, folks. Doesn't happen many places. It doesn't, but it does happen a lot in football. You know, when a manager loses the dressing room, this tends to be the result. The difference is that maybe we haven't seen it all that much on the... Like, I think a lot of people are coming to this new because they're coming to women's football new. and But it's the exact same thing as any other football. Once you lose the dressing room, it's very, very hard to continue as a manager. And I think it would be very, very hard for Vera Powell to go in and say, right, lads, 
World Cup is over. Okay. I know a lot of you don't like me, but also here's my vision. Here's how we're going to qualify for the Euros. Okay, now the interim director of football or the interim coach is going to be Eileen Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a glimpse of Eileen's CV. So Eileen has been in the Irish setup for a long time. Uh, she is currently the director of women and girls football. She came into that role after coaching over at Glasgow City for a while, which is a place where a lot of Irish players have come through. I mean, that's where Katie McCabe kind of became Katie McCabe. She had her stint up there and then went back to Arsenal and exploded onto the scene. Before that, she was assistant manager. I think there was a feeling at the time when Vera Powell came in that she had hoped that she would be able to take that role on rather than um, Vera. And then she left as Vera's assistant and Tom Elms came in so like Eileen does have a really extensive coaching career she's worked in the league here as well with several mm-hmm. clubs and uh, I think it's interesting because uh, this could be like a little bit of a, an audition for her these next two games That's what I was just thinking there's an opportunity Yeah I mean she's going to be the one leading them out in that first game against Northern Ireland in New Viva on September 23rd first time the team has ever played there the game is important it's a Nations League game so for Euro qualifications it's really important and then she'll be taking the team over to Hungary as well um, that game's in Budapest so yeah two teams that she could definitely show some interesting football with and show that like this team yeah. can perform. Uh, watching uh, the final, I watched many of the matches along the way, but the final, uh, and I had thought that the the nature of English football might have just crushed the Spanish, but the style of the Spanish play was phenomenal. I mean, the accuracy in their passing, the technical skills were jaw-dropping. Yeah, incredible. It's the exact same sort of football that we've been seeing out of Barcelona for the last few seasons and it's the reason why they are so dominant on the European scene. This Spanish team, if it wasn't for all the stuff that had been going on with the manager beforehand, I think the Spanish team would have gone in as hardcore favourites and they were able to show us exactly why in that final. I mean, absolutely stunning play from them. Their midfield in particular, like those players, I can just imagine what it must be like playing with them because every single pass is so perfect threaded. I remember seeing Barcelona play Arsenal at the Emirates in the Champions League a couple of seasons ago and uh, it was the exact same thing. Like you actually could not take your eyes off the Spanish players. Uh, some of the texts coming in. The POW situation is baffling. I'm sorry, but as supporters, we cannot be left hanging out there wondering why, if it's true that she's been let go. Yes, she has been let go. Supporters deserve to know. Otherwise, there's a disconnect with the team and a question mark le- left hanging over why it happened. If players no longer have confidence, then it's not good enough to leave it at that. Players cannot dictate management, but they have a right to be heard if there is an issue. The public should be told what the issue is. It's not some kid's play team. That's from Mike Ryan. Another one, I'm glad the FAI ended the powwow. I suppose uh, a tabloid writer's headline if ever there was one. There is uh, reports that Mark Canham is going to come out in the next couple of days and explain like what went into the report and why. So his Mm. whole role was to go to the board with a recommendation and then the board had to vote on it. As he said, it was a long meeting yesterday. It started at four o'clock and didn't end until after 10pm. Because getting the women to the World Cup, if that's not a feather in your cap, you'd have to ask what is, even though you know, she had a reason for the style of play uh, and all the rest of it. I mean, if she had a new uh, clutch of players coming in, would the style of play change? You know, young players, 18, 19, 20, coming in with all the skill sets, would she change her style of play? Or is that just her coach's way? It's hard to know because like she did change things up a little bit from that US camp earlier in the year with the new players coming in, the likes of Sinead Farrelly and also um, Marissa Shiva. I think if she had Aoife Mannion, maybe things would have been a little bit different because she does have pace coming out of the defence. Um, but yeah, the, the younger players probably just weren't there or weren't quite ready. 
All right. Well, the powwow is over. So there you are. Kathleen McNamee, uh, host of the Koi Gig podcast from Off the Ball. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.